So you want to be basically, that's the whole concept is you're going to look at what, what content do I currently have that would make most sense to repurpose it and which way. So you want to think about the different entry points for people to get into your orbit. That's really what you're thinking about. And you want to use the power of um, search engines. I, I'm a big believer in that. There's two things I'm really big on, search engines and emails. Hi, I'm Caitlin Pyatt, owner of Authentic Branding and Marketing, where I work with female entrepreneurs to brand, market, and grow their small businesses. I'm your host for this podcast, Startup Marketing. I'm a mom of three and entrepreneur, so if you ever hear little kids in the background, it's just my life, I'm trying to make this all work while I build a business. I worked as a corporate marketer for over 12 years where I focused on marketing and branding strategy along with marketing management. Often, I heard small business owners say they weren't doing any marketing because they couldn't afford to outsource it to an agency and they didn't know how to do it themselves. When I started my business, I knew I could take my expertise and my experience to help women thrive by teaching them how to create strategic marketing plans they could feel confident about and show them the tools to make managing their marketing easy and efficient. So if you're an entrepreneur out there who's Googling how to brand and market your business, you've come to the right place. The goal of Startup Marketing is to make all of my marketing knowledge accessible and actionable so you can take it and level up your business. I'm a huge marketing nerd, and I'm passionate about sharing everything I know with you. This podcast is genuinely one of my favorite things to create. So get ready to learn about all things marketing. Hey, Startup Marketing listeners, and welcome to another great episode. Today, we're going to be talking about putting your business on autopilot. Doesn't that sound wonderful? I know I would love to be in a spot where things just happen and I kicked my feet up, right? Or is that a myth that you can just automate, 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 and rake in the dough? Well, we're about to find out. Today's guest is Linda Barutha, and if you've already mastered earning six or seven figures and want to keep that momentum going, Linda's marketing agency can help. Her and her team work with online service providers that want to leverage their time and keep getting new leads to maintain their financial wellness. And today, we have Linda's time and attention to give us all the juicy details on putting your business on autopilot and gaining new leads. So, Linda, welcome. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and what you do. Yeah. So prior to being an online business entrepreneur, I have over 20 plus years of experience in IT and um, most recently in the past year, I have put together an entire team of people that are great with tech, that um, I take advantage of that and provide services, like you mentioned, um, where we do things for the online entrepreneur. And these are things that they can literally just have on autopilot. We're doing all this work for them behind the scenes. And a lot of that involves um, getting them consistent lead generation. And yeah. there's quite a few different ways that we do that. Awesome. So this is something that I feel like you kind of hear all the time. There are people who obviously do it and do it really well. And I've kind of discovered the power of automating parts of your business. And 
it's something that I think is really interesting. And every time I sit down to do it, I'm just like, oh, I feel so, I feel so overwhelmed. Yeah. And so how, how is it that, or what led you to kind of create an agency that helps business owners do this? Well, the number one thing that I really noticed about uh, entrepreneurs that would um, really be able to take advantage of this type of service is that they are very busy. They they understand that they need to have things on autopilot, but they'd get overwhelmed, like you said. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, this is totally where we can help them because I love being able to utilize all of the skills of my team, right? Mm -hmm. And matching them to create an amazing service. And it, they really are uh, concierge type of services because sure. that way, you know, that entrepreneur doesn't have to worry about doing all this stuff because they already have so much going on. Mm -hmm. um, so I just thought it makes perfect sense to have that go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. So many people probably come to you in the same position that I have been in when I start to automate things, which is like, I just, I feel overwhelmed because you don't start, it sounds so simple on the surface, right? You're like, okay, I'm going to automate all of these things. And pretty easily, you can probably find the tools to kind of help you do that. So if you're like, okay, well, I want I wish that my um, like lead scheduling and sending out proposals and things like that was automated, right? Like I can do a Google search, I can find the tools, but sometimes depending on what you're trying to automate, you have to link tools together, which right. is like another part of the process that you're like, okay, well now this is a little more complicated and time consuming than I was thinking. But there's something that I found too, which is you really kind of have to know your process really, really well, because otherwise you're not actually solving a problem. Like you might solve one step of it, or you might start trying to automate it and like put all of these systems in place. And you realize like, oh, I don't even know if this is going to do what I need it to do. Like, yes, it might, it might automate one part of my business, but it's not actually like the time consuming part of it, or it creates kind of a, a domino effect where you're like, okay, well, in order for this to be automated, I have to have X, Y, and Z in place as well, which I don't have. So now I have to think through that. And right. so it really forces you to think through your process. And that's probably where, if it's not the tools, it's the process part, right? That's going to overwhelm you. Yeah. So how, how, do you, how do you get people kind of through all of that in order to get to the point where like you actually can, because you, as somebody who creates those systems and you probably have to extract a lot of information from someone in order to make it go really smoothly and accomplish their goals. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what we do is uh, part of our onboarding and even just our discovery call, I'm trying to figure out exactly where they are at in their business when it comes mm -hmm. to the marketing. Okay. Um, for instance, do they have an email autoresponder set up? Do they have mm -hmm. a welcome sequence for mm -hmm. people that get on their mailing list? Do they have uh, certain funnels using that email set up already or not at all? Are mm -hmm. they just, you know, some people, you know, they, 
they have a membership site or whatever, but they don't really have that whole email system. Yeah, the whole ecosystem. And what's really unique about us is that we are, um, we do work with a copywriting agency and the copywriting Mm -hmm. agency that we use does conversion copywriting, meaning that they write the content in a way that um, gets the reader to take action. Right. 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 And, And so when you're talking about marketing and sales, that's what you want. So we partnered with them so that not only can we do all the behind the scenes tech and get all Mm -hmm. these systems uh, lined up and in place, but we can also have the cop, the conversion copywriter that's stepping in there and writing these things in a way that are going to get you uh, your end result. Right. 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 So um, sometimes somebody will come to us uh, for example, and they will have, um, they will have a ton of videos. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, well, I, I've been doing this great job. I go live every week and uh, on Facebook and I have these videos, but you know, I don't have time to write content or whatever. Well, yeah, what we yeah. can do is we've put together programs where we can take that content of theirs and we can repurpose it. We can repurpose that into emails, into Mm -hmm. blog posts, into, uh, over onto Pinterest. We can, we can do, we can build up their YouTube, um, channel. So you've got the power now of SEO working for you and you are, because you're repurposing, you're just strengthening, getting your message out there to more people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I know I, I preach to my clients too. And it's something that when I was starting my business, you know, my mentors and things like that, they were like, don't recreate the wheel for every channel, like repurpose your content. So like you have a podcast, take parts of your podcast and like funnel it into your other marketing channels. Yep. But it still, it still takes a lot of time to do that. And that's something that I think a lot of my house is going to get crazy now. Um, you know, a lot of people are not sure kind of how to do it. And right. if you don't have somebody to kind of like point point it out and go like, hey, did you notice that these people who are churning out a ton of content aren't creating new content for every single channel? Like, here's how they use, um, you know, a blog or a podcast or whatever, and they use it to funnel their email or their social channels or whatever it is. Um you know, yeah. it's, it's one something of, that. Yeah, I was, I was, you just reminded me. So one of our most popular um, services is called Pin to Win. And we will take people that have a podcast uh, or a blog posts and we will re- repurpose it onto Pinterest. And the way we do that is create uh, a variety of graphics that mm-hmm. are going to go on Pinterest. But it's, it sounds really simple. Like we'll just put this graphic on Pinterest, right? But we actually do so much more when we're setting up that service. We do the keyword searches on Pinterest Mm -hmm. to make sure Mm -hmm. that we're going to be targeting the right audience. We make sure that we're using a fresh URL, which is what, um, 
Pinterest, Pinterest is going to want. We're making mm -hmm. sure and engaging your account um, on Pinterest in other communities, which helps strengthen them sharing your information. Mm -hmm. So we're doing a lot of these things that you can't just like I had one person say to me um, once, well, well, I have a VA. I'm just going to have her do that for me. Well, unless she's been trained in mm -hmm. that particular skill set, she's really not going to know all the ins and outs, how to make the most out of that. And we have somebody that I brought in that just specializes on nothing but that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so I, I have that. <laughs> right. So you're kind of hitting on something that um, as we've been going through this interview and as I was prepping for it, I started kind of thinking about there is there is a difference between automating your marketing, using somebody who is trained in marketing versus a VA. Right. Because when you talk about automating your business, it really can be several different things like you could you could automate um your your prospecting process right or your leads yeah. process so once somebody that's that's something that i did um at the beginning of the year uh through my crm i hired a specialist who went in and was like hey here's how once somebody like books a discovery call with you you know we can automate all of these steps so the things that you're doing manually right now um setting up a time at, you know after they set up a time with them but getting them discovery call questions i was emailing them separately and then the proposal and the follow-up and the signing and like there were steps after you know like hey you've signed a contract now here are the next steps and a lot of times i didn't need to i didn't even need to be involved in those things i just was doing it all manually and she looked at it and she goes, okay, here, we can automate all of these things and we can set up, you know, and she went, uh, went through my CRM and she set up all these different automated systems and now it saves me time. And, and that's awesome. It's different when you talk about automating some of your marketing and I, and that's a big thing that, you know, if you're Googling how to grow your business or how to market your business, people are like, oh, automate all these things, automate all these things, send it out to a VA. There's a difference between a VA who some of them do have marketing skill sets and backgrounds. Right. And so that's perfect. But when you think about like really kind of digging into it, you want to make sure if you're thinking about automating your marketing, that you're going with somebody who knows and understands to your point, how to do these things, because it is more than just making sure that you're plugging 10 pins into Pinterest every day right. or, you know, things it's the keyword research. It's understanding which audiences to promote it to and all those kinds of things that funnel into it that if you just think like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to schedule this out and I'm going to automate it that way. It's scheduled. And I don't have to do anything after this point. If it doesn't have all of those marketing best practices behind it it's not going to perform the way that you need it to perform. Right. So then exactly. when you talk about, you know, getting, getting leads and things like that, it's going to fall short of your expectations. And it's really not going to do a whole lot for you, except, right. you know, put things exactly. out and make you feel productive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's so important. And um, I, you know, when I first started my agency, it was, it started out as a just VA agency and I very quickly, pivoted more into the marketing. Um, and what I tried to explain to people when it comes to utilizing a VA is that they are uh, task-based. 
You have to mm -hmm. think of it in terms of if you have just specific tasks that you want accomplished so that you don't have to do them, then that's what a VA is good for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about um, the whole inner workings of a marketing strategy, that's, right. there's many moving pieces. A VA is not a strategist or a coach. Okay. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I do all of that coaching and that strategy stuff up front with yeah. the client, present that to them. And then I coordinate having the VAs start yeah. implementing it, but they're doing it with a project manager. Okay. So yes. there's a lot of internal, you're not just hiring a VA when you work with my agency, you know, you're right. getting you're getting um, some strategy, you're getting coaching, you're getting um, a project manager that's overseeing what's going on, making sure that those tasks that a VA would be mm -hmm, accomplishing, mm -hmm. right? So yes, this, it's a lot more involved and it's totally worth it. It's yeah. totally worth it. It is. And that's what I, um, as somebody who also focuses on marketing strategy, that's what I tell people all the time. Like you can be implementing marketing, right? You can be doing stuff and things when it comes to marketing, but if you don't have a strategy behind it, if you don't understand like, what is, what am I trying to accomplish here? What are the best practices that are going to help me accomplish that goal? then it really doesn't matter what you're doing because there's no strategy behind it. You know, it's going to feel haphazard and it's always going to fall a little bit short of your expectations. And so understanding and having a strategy is something that I always tell people, like it's not, it's, it's sort of like fixing up the bones of your house, right? Everybody buys a house thinking like, oh, this has got good bones. And all I want to do is, you know, all I have to do is fix it up cosmetically and a lot of times you dive into those projects and and you find out pretty quickly like oh i actually do have to update the bones of this like i then i'm speaking from experience you know like oh i'm going to put in new floors and new walls but look there's the termite damage that i have to fix and there's the asbestos that you have to remove and like all these things and you're like well i don't that's not what i wanted to spend my money on i want to spend money on the fun things i want to design and decorate and it's a lot of the same with strategy it's not necessarily, I think strategy is a lot of fun, but it may not be like the most fun thing for people to think about because it's, it can be a little bit tedious and you have to you kind of have to make some big decisions and you have to make some heavy decisions because you're committing time and money going forward to executing it. But it makes it so much more worth it because then you're actually going to have a, an ROI that you're happy with. You're going to see things start to come out of that marketing. You're going to start to see leads or you're going to start to see an increase in brand awareness or traffic or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. But if you don't have that strategy, at the end of the day, all you are doing is paying a VA, which is fine. Things are getting done and, and VAs play a very critical role, but it may not be where you want to start with your marketing. You want to start with right. marketing strategy and then, you know, right. assign and implement with a VA if that's the route that you want to go. But exactly. I, I agree. It's something... Um, you just, you, you don't understand, I, I think, until you kind of get in and you have your first experience with it and you're like, oh, right. this wasn't what I had hoped it would be. Right. And, and many of my clients, um, 
they will start out with, you know, they're attracted to one of our specific services, like say the pin twin. Mm -hmm. And then they very quickly uh, end up realizing, oh, but I also need this done. I don't yep. want to have to handle my emails all the time and things like mm -hmm, that. And then mm -hmm. that's where we work with that copywriting group also that, and we're doing, you know, we're doing the tech portion and we're, mm -hmm. but we're also, because we are an agency and because we understand the way things work, we're pointing out to them, you, uh, to the client that you want to be looking at what the customer's journey is going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, that's mm -hmm. the thing that, um, I think the average online entrepreneur forgets about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Just jump in. Oh, this sounds cool. Okay. You know? <laughs> right. Right. And it's, it's something again, like you, you kind of have to, I think this is an important an important point is when you are looking at automating your business, understanding a, what you need to automate, right? Is it more on the business and the system side of things, or is it so you can focus on the marketing and doing the marketing yourself, or is marketing not your strength? And you want to automate some of these marketing things because that's going to, right. That's going to be step one. Who do I, who am I going with? Right. Am I looking for more of a marketing agency or marketing, um, freelancer, VA, whatever, or am I looking for a true VA who's going to do those task oriented things for me and allow me the time and energy to focus on what I do well, which is marketing. And then the step after that, you know, you're kind of getting into is, okay, well, what exactly like do I need to do? And what is the process that I am trying to put together? And you have to be really kind of clear about this stuff going into that discovery and selection process so that you pick the right partner and yes. you're getting certain, you know, you have the ability to expand into the services that you're going to need later down the road. So I think that's right. a really important, um, a point to make is that there's, there's a lot of ways you can solve this automation problem. It's thinking through what, what is going to serve me well and what's going to, you know, free me up to spend the time in the areas that I'm really, really good at and that I'm right. I can spend my time there. Um, so as we, as I was kind of prepping for this interview and there's something that caught my eye on your website that I really liked because I, I say this all the time when it comes to creating a marketing strategy, so many people are spending time working in their marketing every day not working on their marketing. They're not thinking about the strategy behind it because it feels like oh, I just got to get something done. I have to, if I'm not outputting something at the end of the day, if there isn't a post on social media or a video or whatever it is, then I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And you say something very similar. You say, you know, like a lot of people spend time working in their business and not on their business. Yes. And so what, tell us what's the difference between working in versus working on your business? Well, one of the best, um, best examples I can give to this is when I used to have a product-based business, um, it was online, but it was product-based and, um, I would see so many other people would spend all day. Let's say they sold, uh, a handmade item. They would spend all day making their handmade items. Well, how is that helping your business? How mm -hmm. is it? Nobody, you're not being seen. 
You're not, you know, you literally have to be doing daily outreach. You have mm-hmm. to literally be out there um, and fine tuning your process of connecting with other people because they need to get to know you. The more people you get to know, the the better your chances are. A majority of people, when they start their business, their go their sales are going to come from referrals. Well, mm-hmm. how do you get referrals? You you have to be out there and talking and meeting new people, and yep. so uh, working on you know it, it doesn't. It, you have to reserve your CEO time separate. I think mm-hmm. that's one of it. Like I have a a sales coach and she intentionally now the last week of the month is her CEO week. And mm. she'll try to encourage others to say, have a week set aside that that's CEO week. And what does that mean? Well, um, like for instance, for me, I have to pay my staff, right? So I've got, you know, the 15th and 30th of every month, I have to spend a couple hours of CEO time so that I'm getting their pay out there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have to spend an hour every day reviewing our existing client projects to make sure that everything is running smoothly and that I am on top of knowing what's going on in my business because everything that my team does, they're representing me. And I take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I don't hesitate to interject myself if I don't see things going the way I want them to go. Okay. Right. So, um, so again, it's uh, being able to identify that, right. But that does take me away from working on my business, but it is still something that's necessary, but you have to start once you start comparing, am I working in or on and Mm -hmm. just make it helps you to be more aware of because your behaviors are what dictate your results, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So if you're Mm -hmm. back to that product-based person and you're just doing what you love and you're making these products all day long, well, that's all hunky-dory, but you might as well have just a hobby because you're not, you know, you're not engaging, you're not getting out there and reaching. If you really want to sell what you're making, you got to be focused on that. What is going to get, how do you, how do I get out and meet new people all the time. So, um, yeah, I, I, that's where I see. And I think just the awareness of checking in with yourself every once in a while, am I working in or on? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're both, yeah, help. they're both equally important, right? Yeah. You know, usually as an, as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, like you are, you're going to have to do both of those things, but working in your business is getting the actual stuff and things done, getting the payroll out, getting, you know, reviewing yeah. your project pipelines and things like that. Working on your business when is when you're taking that time and you're stepping back and you're thinking strategically and saying, okay, now that I've reviewed my project pipeline, for example, am I getting the right kind of projects? If the answer is no, what do I need to do differently? If the answer is yes, what do I need to increase and do more of so I continue to kind of get these leads. And that's where that strategic thinking and planning comes into play. And it's not it's not any different for the marketing side of things. When 
you sometimes are working in it and you are, Mm -hmm. and this is where, you know, automating comes in handy. Sometimes you're working in it and you are getting emails put together and things like that. Other times you're working on it, thinking about, okay, what is, for example, am I Am I conveying my brand correctly? Are my messages on point? Am I funneling people through the journey that I want them to take? You know, all of those things, they're both equally important. You can't have one without the other, but you you have to be intentional about setting time for both of them. Otherwise, you tend to just spend more time working in than working on and you forget about that. It's very, very easy to fall in that trap. And yeah. that's why I think it's always important to shed light on that. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. It happens to everybody. There's, you know, there'll be whole months where like you're potting long and then I, I look back and I'm like, oh, shoot, like I blew past the time on my calendar that I was going to think strategically for a day because 10 other things came up. Yeah. Uh, but I can't, I can't continue to do that. I have to go back. I have to reclaim that time. Um so I think it's it's finding something or finding a way to block your time um, and be intentional about it that helps kind of stop that cycle versus um, being like, yeah, I know I'll for sure get to it. I'm definitely going to remember. This <laughs> and, is why we have calendars. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and, and then you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you get to a point as a business owner where you're like, okay, I, I'm ready to kind of commit to this process because that's what it is, right? It takes a, an, a good deal of thought to think through not only what you need to automate, but, you know, what are those steps? You really have to understand very intimately, you know, what are the things that I have to get done or somebody else has to get done that's a part of this process and what's the timing of it and, you know, all of these things. How do you start to put something on autopilot? Like, is there is there a good place to start or how do you go about? Do you mean for like what, my clients or do you mean just if you're going to do it on your own? Um, I think let's go on your own. So if somebody's listening mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm convinced, but I am not sure that I want to put something like yep. I, I can't hand it over yet. Well, The first thing I always recommend, and this is where I always start, is I kind of um, take inventory of my existing content. What what am I already doing? What do I already have uh, plenty of? You know, Mm -hmm. Um, and then think about okay, where else do I want to? Put that. So for instance, you have a podcast. Where else, how else can I, how can I, how can I get more listeners? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Um, you have a couple choices, you know, you can run ads, right? Yeah. Yep. You can, um, you can create blog posts that are going to direct them to that. You can do the pin to win which Mm -hmm. is going to direct them to listen, right? Um, You can put your stuff on a a YouTube channel, right? Um, And basically, you want to think of all the ways, how can I point them to my podcast, right? And uh, for instance, we had somebody who had, oh, just a ton of uh, videos, 
and we actually transcribed all of her videos and wrote blog posts for all of them, then took that blog post and applied the pin to win uh, con strategy to it. And that was beautiful because first of all, by pointing them then to her blog from Pinterest, she is increasing her SEO. Again, remember that Pinterest is a search engine. It's not social media. So that is powerful. It is number three uh, in the size of uh, search engines. And so um, that's huge. And she already had all these things on YouTube, right? So she already was using the second largest <laughs> search engine. Um, so, but now she was getting more traffic to her website, which means they're going to look even further, right? Right. So you want to be basically, that's the whole concept is you're going to look at what, what content do I currently have that would make most sense to repurpose it and which way. So you want to think about the different entry points for people to get into your orbit. That's really mm -hmm. what you're thinking about. And you want to use the power of um, search engines. Right. I, I'm a right. big believer in that. There's two things I'm really big on, search engines and emails. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you want to be always building that uh, email list because yeah. now you've got this, this, uh, group of people that you can talk to whenever you want to and you don't have to worry about somebody's algorithm right yeah yeah so um those two things are super key so when you are reviewing your content and you are trying to think through what would make the most sense of repurposing and getting it set on autopilot that's where i believe that you should be considering how am i going to get more people on my email list and how am I going to increase my Google rankings? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, boiling it down and saying where, how are people finding me, and then what content do I have that already supports me in those areas, and then automate automate that part of it. That's an, I like that. Um, so then, this is maybe maybe I don't, I don't know if we'll hit on anything different. And so that's okay if we kind of, if we don't, but um, is there something that listeners could do today that would give them an immediate quick win and make them feel like, yes, this is, and again, I don't know if it's different than looking at those entry points and trying to repurpose content and automate it in that perspective. But is there something that someone can do that's a quick win that automates really easily that they're like, okay, this feels really good. And now I am, I am experiencing kind of the power of this and it's going to encourage me to continue to do it for some of the process uh, that's going to be harder going down the road. Well, I think one of the quickest things, uh, if you want to start tapping into Pinterest is, um, take a look at your lead magnets, take mm. a look at your lead magnets, because, uh, that's like one of the first things that I like to start with, um, uh, putting on to Pinterest, create four or five different graphics for that, that are branded, but yet are each one is a little bit different because on mm -hmm. Pinterest, you don't know 
what is going <clears> to <throat> gain more traction, right? Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. why it's, it's a wonderful testing zone, wonderful testing zone. So even though maybe you're not initially, um, you know, getting, signing up a VA or whatever, just go ahead and get that lead magnet uh, on Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And that's where I would just tell somebody to get a quick win, because what you're going to see is two things. Number one, you're going to see some additional traffic from Pinterest coming to your website, which is always a win. Number mm -hmm. two, you, you're going to get more email subscribers. Mm -hmm. so that's like a double win. I think yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, you that know? is a huge, yep, that is huge. And that's one thing that I really like Pinterest for is being able to grow your email list and and drive traffic. It is a nice little double win there uh, a lot of times. So I think I've done, I've done plenty of episodes where I've talked about like the power of Pinterest. So my listeners are, are well aware that that is yeah. a, a, a favorite platform of mine. The algorithm is so much friendlier towards small businesses. It is, like you said, it is a search engine. And so it does a lot more for you, I think, than um, Facebook or Instagram or anything, you know, even though those are like shinier and like more, you know, everybody yeah. finds them like a little bit sexier, I guess, than Pinterest sometimes. Um, Pinterest, I think, is really uh, somewhere that it's a valuable place to spend time as a small business owner because you will see more quick wins out of Pinterest than any other platform, which is going to take you months or years to kind of build up yeah. and get some some wins that you feel good about out of there. So that is perfect. One thing um, you mentioned at the top of the episode that you've been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, and that is a lot of my audience and my listeners. So what is as we kind of start to wrap this up and put a neat little bow on it, what is one of your biggest lessons you've learned bonus as an entrepreneur bonus points, if it is specifically related to marketing automation? <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, one of the biggest overall things mm -hmm. is really just figuring out what makes you uniquely you. Mm -hmm. you know, that authentic branding and, mm -hmm. um, tapping into, because don't, I, I actually just got done doing a Facebook live this morning and we were talking about, uh, showing up and being authentic. And because the online space really doesn't want more of the same, mm -hmm. even, you know, they want to see uniqueness. That yeah. is what is going to work for you. And I, I think that people shy away from that instinctively. Yeah. They, they think that they have to be like every, oh, they're doing that and they got success. So I'm just going to do that. No, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. Be use, use your own personal zone of genius and tap into that and show up authentically as you. Um, and that's going to have a much higher return mm -hmm, to you, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, I spent many of those 20 plus years searching, searching mm -hmm. for what it was that I really wanted to do. And, um, I would never trade any of that experience because yeah. 
of course you always want it to happen faster, right? Yep. But you know what? The, the universe opens the doors at the right time for you. Yes, absolutely. And that's the reality. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that is great advice. So Linda, where can listeners connect with you and learn more about automating their marketing? Yeah. So my website is my name, lindabarutha.com. And I'm also uh, on Instagram at Linda Barutha. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me most of the time. I do have a Facebook uh, business page and it's called Attract to the Number Two Sell. Um, so you can look there. But yes, always a lot of fun, exciting things going on. Awesome. All of those will be linked in the show notes. Linda, thank you for your time and your expertise today. I genuinely appreciate it. Listeners, if you have learned as much as I have today and you're ready to start automating your marketing and freeing up your time to work on your business and not just in it, please don't forget to check out and connect with Linda and also rate, review, and subscribe to Startup Marketing to help others like you find this podcast. Until next time.